and good morning once again. It is so good to be back on the air. Uh, we are excited about this new uh, uh, program that we're on. Uh, uh, it's actually Cass County Radio at gmail.com and uh, K A L T. And I am excited about being a part of uh, this new program that we're going to be on. And uh, many had asked if we had, you know, gotten off the air. And, and of course, I just told them that the other radio station had shut down and, uh, and, and that hopefully we were going to have something in the future. And praise the Lord, we do. We have uh, K-A-L-T, and I'm excited. Thankful for all the people, Randy and, and uh, Jim, and the different ones that are involved in this and appreciate letting us uh, be able to get back on the radio again. We're excited about being back on the radio again and uh, enjoy spreading the good news of Jesus Christ and that's what we're about on the radio here. So I'm, I'm George Goins by the way from Macedonia Baptist Church in Doddridge, Arkansas is the address. We actually live in the Bright Star community and uh, been here now for several years. Uh, well, actually we've been on the radio for I think in February would be 12 years that we've been on the radio, and we're, we're grateful to be a part of this, and we're excited to see where this is going to go and uh, how it expands um, out and be able to reach more people uh, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And let me just tell you real quick, we just had our Christmas program last uh, Sunday night. Fantastic job. The kids just did a fantastic job. We're just grateful. We're blessed at Macedonia. We have a lot of young people, and they like to participate, and they like to get involved, and they did. Uh, I know we did it a Facebook Live with it, and, and of course our lighting was not very good and our sound wasn't very good. We're gonna we're gonna improve on that by next year so that it'll look a lot better. But I'm telling you, they did an excellent job, and I'm sorry if you missed it, but we just we just had a good time and uh, with our with our kiddos, and they and they presented the true meaning of Christmas. And, uh, you know, we, we have the Christmas tree and we have uh, Christmas lights and the presents and family and the food and all those things that are very exciting to have during the Christmas season. But uh, it's it, the true meaning of Christmas is the birth of Jesus Christ. And that's what we celebrated on Sunday night. So I uh, hope when you uh, celebrate with your families. And listen, I would encourage you, just like I, I challenge our folks at Macedonia, is on Christmas Eve uh, or whenever you get together uh, with, your, with your people, uh, one of you step up and just grab a Bible and just read the Christmas story and, uh, and present the true meaning of Christmas, what it's really all about, and then have a good time. Okay. All right. Hey, I want to do a song real quick this morning because we got a lot going on. Uh, I'm going to try to get into this message. I'm actually going to try to combine about four messages into one uh, today, but we're going to talk about Christmas today, and that's exciting. I love Christmas. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to go Christmas caroling this Wednesday. Uh, we'll be out uh, visiting some of the folks in our church that are uh, older folks, some of our seniors, and uh, we'll we'll be doing some Christmas caroling. Matter of fact, we should, if everything goes well, we will try to do a Facebook Live uh, at the Doddridge Park. Uh, so y'all be looking for that, and uh, we'll sing uh, Christmas carols on there. Okay, good deal. This song is Joy to the World, because we do have joy uh, that Jesus was born <clears throat> and that Jesus grew up. And um, his purpose was to die on the cross uh, for us. That was his reason uh, for being here. And uh, so that we could have eternal life through him. So, yes, truly, there is joy in the world today. Let's sing it. Here we go. You may know the song. If you do, just sing along with me, okay? 
Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs implore, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make His blessings flow, Far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations prove the glories of His righteousness. And wonders of His love, and wonders of His love, and wonders and wonders of His love. There is truly joy in the world today. Man, there is. It's so good. I'll tell you, I'm so excited to get back on the radio. I know last week we had a broadcast, and I think the week before, and that was one of the older uh, videos this one's our newest one here uh not videos but uh recordings here and uh, this is one of our this is our newest one here and so just kind of get everybody updated on on things that are going on but again we're just grateful that we're able to get back on the radio station actually the it's on you know on the internet but hopefully in the near future it will be back on the radio maybe am and fm uh, again, and that would be awesome as well so that we can reach some people that are maybe driving through Cass County that will be able to pick up on it. But uh, we're just we're just truly grateful to be able to be back here again with you. Now, today I just want to talk about God's um, great plan or great gift of salvation. And uh, this being the week prior to Christmas, uh, I just want to kind of do a review. I, I did a little series here of uh, messages uh, this this month, and uh, I've got one more to go uh, this Sunday coming up, but uh, that goes along with this about God's uh, perfect gift of salvation that He is He has uh, given us uh, through the birth of Jesus Christ. So we're going to kind of look at this and try to try to go through it as quickly as I can because there's a lot of information here, and I want to read. And you're going to get the whole story here, not by, by my story, but the story that the Bible uh, tells us about the true meaning of Christmas. So we're going to start out with Mary, the, the Virgin Mary, uh, who was um, willing to let uh, God use her. She was willing to be a, a vessel to be used of God 
uh, for this uh, perfect gift of salvation that God was going to present to the world, the perfect gift. I'm telling you, folks, we get gifts and we've had gifts through the years, but the best gift that you can receive is Jesus Christ, and he's free, and it's a gift. That's exactly what it is. All you've got to do is receive the gift. So we're going to talk about Mary. If you have your Bibles, and I'm going to be in Luke chapter 1, I'm going to read verse number 26 down to verse 38 here, and you're going to see the beginnings of this all coming together here as God points out this this young lady, this this young woman, and, and I'm sure Mary was very young at the time, maybe even in her later teens, um, and, uh, and you'll, you'll see as we get into this. Let me read it to you real quick. Verse 26, it says, And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin, a spouse, which means that she was engaged, to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, which actually is a greeting here, that he was, uh, um, uh, you know, that he was coming in a, in the right way here, in a good way, in a joyful way. He says, "Thou art highly favored," and actually, the word "hail" means to rejoice. So she was to rejoice that thou art highly favored, as, as he says, "The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women." And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation or greeting this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto, unto, the throne, uh, unto him the throne of his father, David, meaning that he was coming out of that, that bloodline. He would come out of D- the Davidic bloodline, which would also uh, uh, fulfill the Davidic uh, promise that God had made to David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible." And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid, or in other words, it was, a, was like being a slave to the, of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. In other words, she was a willing vessel, and the angel departed from her. Real quick here, let me just point out a couple of things here of this passage here about God's perfect plan of salvation. Uh, first of all, we see that Gabriel, which is an angel, Uh, here that comes to Mary. This angel, of course, only appears four times in Scripture. Twice he appears to Daniel, the prophet. Once he uh, appears to Zacharias, the priest, and then once to Mary here. 
so he is a he is a, a a special angel. He's a messenger. Okay, and then he comes to Mary, which was Mary was was pure, which means she was a, a virgin. She had never been with a man, and she she admits that there. She was a woman of pure character. She was engaged to Joseph. And um, and Mary and Joseph obviously believed in God, but this was this was the message that Mary was highly favored in verse twenty eight uh, by God, she, which means she was full of grace. She was uniquely chosen by God. She was also a human. You can see that in verse twenty nine and verse thirty because she was troubled at what the angel had told her, but yet she was humbled as well. And Mary was also to bear the Messiah. We can see that in verse 31 through verse 33. His name, even he even gave the name, uh, which was to, uh, to be named Jesus, which in the Greek means Savior. In the Hebrew means Yahshua, which is Jehovah is salvation. And, and of course, we have um, prophetic scriptures of the Old Testament that confirms that in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, where he says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Okay, and uh, he was going to be a great person. He was going to be the son of the highest, which means the son of the most high. He's going to be the son of God. And he was also going to be a, a son of David, meaning that he would come forth from the same bloodline as David. Matter of fact, would be born in the same city that David had been born and would make him um, the next recipient for the throne. And, uh, and, of course, again, that is also uh, backed up by Scripture in Isaiah 9-7, where it says, Of the increase of his government and the peace uh, shall, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. But also Mary was puzzled because she was human. She couldn't understand. She had a lack of understanding how this was going to take place. Be simply because she had never been with a man. She knew how, she knew the facts of life, and she knew how that worked. And so I don't think she was questioning God. I just think she just had a lack of understanding, and she simply just said, you know, how can this be that I, since I have not been with a man? You know, how could this be? And then God gives, uh, or this angel gives an example, an example of Elizabeth, who obviously was a relative of Mary, who had been in her older age, uh, she conceived to have, she's going to have John the Baptist, is who she's, who she's got in her. So, and then, and then makes it perfectly clear in verse 37, with God nothing shall be impossible. But then we see, of course, her submissiveness, and she uses the term handmaid, which means a slave girl. She was willing to commit herself unto God, totally surrender to God's will, and, um, and, and then uh, she just simply made the statement, be it unto, unto me according to thy word. Then we see in Matthew, and I'm going to flip over here to Matthew chapter 1 real quick and uh, read you another passage. The, we see that Mary was willing, but then there was her husband, uh, Joseph, uh, who was also involved in this as well. 
and uh, and and he would uh, be a little a lack of understanding as well, and he was perfectly human as well. But we're going to see Joseph's obedience. Look at verse number eighteen of chapter one. It says, "Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, which means she was engaged." to Joseph. They were in an engagement period. They uh, hadn't consummated the marriage yet, um, and, and so she was still in that innocent stage. Uh, so she, it says that she was a spouse to Joseph before they came together, which tells you they haven't been together. Um, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost, okay? Verse 19, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, Okay, which means he was a righteous man and not willing to make her a public example, <clears throat> was minded to put her away privately. In other words, he was, he, was, he was contemplating divorcing her, but not to make a big deal out of it publicly, but to do it privately or in secret. Okay, verse 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. See, it was the responsibility of the father, which, uh, which uh, uh, Joseph was not his biological father, but he was his legal father. Okay, understand that. He was not a biological father. God was the biological father, but he, but Joseph was his legal father here on this earth, and it was his responsibility to make sure that the name uh, was said, that he would be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done uh, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be born with child, and shall bring forth a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And, of course, he's quoting uh, Isaiah seven fourteen. Then Joseph, being raised from the sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. And it says, And knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. So Joseph was in a predicament here, right? You think about this. You think about Mary's predicament. You know, here she would be an unmarried, an unwed mother. Uh, according to the law of the Old Testament, which they were still under, uh, she was subject to be stoned to death because of this uh, of this uh, being an unwed mother, it would have been considered adultery, okay? So she was under, and you can only imagine what the gossip would have been like. And then Joseph now is under this same predicament. He's got a wife here, a wife-to-be. He's engaged with her, and all of a sudden she comes up and says, I'm going to have a child. What do you think a man is going to think? You know, he doesn't have that understanding yet. And, of course, the angel would make that clear to him. Uh, later on in a dream but so you can only imagine what he would be thinking here he was in a predicament here he thought maybe the same thing that you know he loved mary uh, i think he loved her with all of his heart and he was looking forward to living the rest of his life with her but yet this kind of put a kink in everything so you can see in verse 19 that he had you know he was a righteous man i believe he was a godly man he believed in god he tried to to abide by the law and uh, but he says that he was not willing to make her a public example that just shows his love for her uh, that he had a great love for her but was minded to put her away privately in other words he was going to divorce her privately or in secret but then we see 
this angel comes along, and I don't know, it doesn't name the angel here, uh, but it is uh, an angel that comes along here and in a dream and gives an explanation, gives some understanding of what was going on. Now, you can only imagine, as Mary said, hey, Joseph, I'm going to have a baby, and she tells the story of what happens. You know, it'd be like, you know, that just doesn't sound right, you know, like it's possible. But then the angel makes it clear in verse 20. It says, The angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David. So here again, he is the, he is the legal father. He is also of the bloodline of David. He said, Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. So uh, he makes it very clear to him. And then you see what Joseph did in verse number 24. Then Joseph, being raised from the sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. So he took Mary. He was an obedient servant. He was willing uh, to be obedient and to do what the Lord had instructed him to do. Now, we're going to go back to Luke chapter 2 real quick here, and we're going to see an announcement of the birth of Christ to some to some shepherds that are uh, that are out in the fields here. So we see that Mary was a willing servant. Uh, she was willing to let God as a vessel, and Joseph was an obedient servant. Now we're going to see these uh, these uh, uh, shepherds are going to have to be trusting servants. Okay, let's look real quick here. I hope we don't run out of time. I got to keep an eye on that. Um, it says in verse number uh, eight here. It says, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and lo the angel of the lord came upon them here's another angel again all of this is taking place you know zacharias would would uh would face an angel which was gabriel uh, about having a son and his name was going to be called john which we john the baptist and then uh mary an angel appears which is gabriel again and he appears to mary and she's going to have a son and his name is going to be called jesus and then, um, and then Joseph has an angel appear to him. We don't know who it was because it doesn't give a name. And then now there's another angel that's appearing before the shepherds here. Okay, so let's read on. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. In other words, they were greatly afraid of what was going on here. I mean, they're out in the fields in the dark. And then uh, this light shows up, and this angel begins to speak to them. They were were afraid, okay? And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. It doesn't mention Jesus. It just says the Christ, or it is Christ which is actually not Jesus' last name. It is his title. He's the Messiah. He's the anointed one. He's the one sent by God into the world. Verse 12, And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel, with this one angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, which means an army. And they were praising God and saying, 
glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the same which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. So you have these shepherds here that were in the field. Like I said, they were in the dark. You know, they're with their sheep. And then all of a sudden, this angel shows up in this bright light around them. I'm sure, again, they had a lack of understanding of what was going on here, and they were afraid. Why? Because they don't, I mean, you just don't see that happen all the time. This is their first experience here, and this angel shows up. But the angel assured them, he gave them assurance not to be afraid. He said, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. So he's given a message here. The message is to give them some understanding is I'm going to bring you good news. That's what I'm doing. I'm bringing you good news here that shall uh, that shall bless all people of the earth. Then he goes on in verse 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, okay, which is which actually means Yahshua, excuse me, <coughs> Yahshua saves, which is Christ the Lord, again, the Messiah, which if they had any knowledge at all of the Old Testament scriptures, they would have known what that meant. That meant this Messiah that has been prophesied has come. And then he tells them that here's, here's the sign that you're going to know that it's the child. He's going to be wrapped in swaddling clothes, which means he's going to be all bundled up if you've ever seen that before. And, you know, it just kind of gives them comfort. Uh, as a baby, they're all swallowed up, uh, swatted up, or swaddling in swaddling clothes, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. That means he was lying in a feed trough. That's what that word means. So he was not, uh, um, um, Jesus was not born in a house or in a hospital. He was born in a stable where there were animals in his, of course, his uh his place to sleep was in a, in a feed trough, okay? And then, of course, a multitude of angels come, and they begin to sing, and they sing, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So these shepherds had to trust this angel. They had to trust. So they were trusting servants here, trusting vessels here. They went. They found the child. They got to see the child. And then they went out, and they proclaimed what they saw. Now, they, of course, shared with, with Mary and Joseph what, they, what the angel had told them. And uh, they were excited, so excited to be able to do this. And then you can see in verse 20 that they returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, and it was told unto them. Now, real quick, if we've got enough time here, which we very we have just a little bit of time here, Matthew, I'm going to go back to Matthew chapter 2. We see the final scene here of, of the wise men who come from the east 
here. <clears throat> they were magi, which, which means that they were probably uh, men of great knowledge. They would have known the stars. They would have known how to uh, travel by, by the stars. Uh, they were obviously had knowledge of, of Scripture because they of what they say. And you'll see here as I read it. Let me read it. It says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Uh, now, uh, Bethlehem would be about five miles south of Jerusalem, okay, just so you know, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews. Now, why would they ask that question unless they had some knowledge? Now, you have to go back into the Old Testament and know that there were some Hebrews that were taken captives and, and were taken to the land where obviously they would have been from. Uh, if you remember Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian Empire, they came in, they took some of the Hebrews, and they took them back to their, their country to be slaves. And they would, have, they would have brought with them the knowledge of the Old Testament. Okay, So obviously these uh, wise men would have had information. They would have, uh, they would have known that there was going to be a king of the Jews that was going to be born. It's this prophecy. Okay, So it says, For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. So they go to Jerusalem. They're, they're inquiring here, where is this king of the Jews? Uh, we wanted to see him. We followed his star. There was a supernatural star that would have taken place that would have guided them there. Okay, so when Herod, of course, when Herod heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem was with him. you got to understand that King Herod was a very uh, cruel man, and he felt threatened that people would take his throne. So he would be troubled at the fact that maybe this king was going to overthrow him. And so not only was he troubled and miserable, but he made all Jerusalem miserable as well. And then when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes and the people together, he, he demanded of them where Christ, he uses the word Christ because he doesn't know Jesus' name. He, he says the Christ, which means about this this prophet, I mean, this uh, Messiah that's supposed to come, this anointed one, should be born. And they say unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets. And then they, they quote Micah chapter 5, verse 2. It says, But thou Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art thou not least among the princes of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had uh, privately called the wise men, inquired of them, diligently what time the star appeared and he and he sent them to bethlehem and said go and search diligently for the young child and when you have found him bring me word again that i may come and worship him also and when they had heard the king they departed and lo the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was when they saw the star they rejoiced with exceeding great joy in other words they were excited because they're finally going to find this what they've been looking for okay and when they were come into the house they saw the young child and Mary his mother and fell down and they worshiped him and when they had opened their treasures they presented unto him gifts gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and being warned of God in a dream uh, that they should not return uh, to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. So these wise men came from afar, and they wanted to see and worship. They were, one, they had, um, they, they had knowledge of the king, 
and and that he was being going to be born and and that's the reason they came and they were guided by a light a supernatural light that god uh, guided them to where jesus would be and then when they got there they wanted to worship that was their purpose and they did that so we say all of this and i am out of time here doggone it um but i hope you understand this is the true meaning of christmas this is what it's all about and what it's all about is is that jesus came to die for the sins of the world and um he had to be born into this world and that's what that's what we celebrate here at christmas and so if you don't know this jesus then you need to come to know christ and the way you do that is you receive the gift and to receive the gift the bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved and you can come to know christ yourself today God bless you, folks. And I am sorry I've run out of time, but this was wanted to get this in here before Christmas because I wanted you to know it. God bless you. And Lord willing, if everything goes well, I will see you again next week. God bless.